Hi, this is Casey Harrington, and my podcast is called Exploring Careers with Casey. And in this episode, we will be discussing the topic of nursing. And I'm going to be interviewing my mom, Robin Harrington. She is a registered nurse, and I will be asking her some questions about her lifestyle and what it was like to be a nurse. So, if you would like to introduce yourself. I'm glad I could be here. My name is Robin Harrington. Okay, cool. Um, So, our first section of questions we have is about labor and delivery nursing. And my first question for you is, what was it like being a labor labor and delivery nurse? Um, Well, first and foremost, uh, being around the birth of a child is kind of exciting and thrilling and sometimes scary, uh, depending on the situation, but uh, definitely uh, kept you on your toes. You had two patients for the price of one, if you will. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed doing stuff like that very much. That's cool. Um, my next question is, what was the most scary experience that you had in the labor and delivery field? Mm, probably the scariest experience um, I had a mom who was uh, pregnant with triplets and um, coming to a realization that I had been off for a few days and had come in um, and was realizing as I was receiving a report on the case uh, how severe the case was and um, recognizing that uh, immediate action needed to be taken because she was not in uh, a good place, a good situation. And um, uh, without going into a lot of detail, um, my instinct kicked in, and my knowledge kicked in, and um, we rushed her to deliver the triplets via C-section, which took a team of about 100 people uh, because there were triplets involved. And um, uh, it was kind of a sad and joyous occasion in the sense that the first triplet born... um, we determined later had had just passed and so they were unable to save that triplet but we saved the other two and so that was probably one of the more scarier cases I worked on and and had to be directly involved with like that and um, like I said mom was also very sick and uh, ended up in ICU very much after uh, the babies were delivered and she was there for at least two weeks, and she recovered as well, thank goodness. And, um, but yeah, that was a very, very scary case. You had to think really fast and very, um, quickly to get things done. Yeah, that's kind of, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Um, what was the happiest experience that you had in contrast? Uh, taking care of a mom that we took care of for oh gosh she was with us for about eight weeks and um started out she had to basically be placed in a position in her bed that put her tilted with her head toward the ground uh to maintain the pregnancy because the baby would have been born too early and wouldn't have survived and um we were man we uh, were able to bring that to fruition after eight weeks and uh, successfully delivered her little boy, her first and only little boy. 
and uh, it was quite joyous for everybody involved because um, it was a very hard case and uh, she was a very tough mom and um, admired her strength and her courage and so yeah that was probably one of my more happier cases all right thank you All right, our next topic is about school and education. So what type of education is needed to become a registered nurse? Um, well, that's kind of in transition at this moment in time. Um, you had two options when I went to nursing school. You could attend a uh, what's called a junior college for two years and sit for the national exam and become a registered nurse. Or you can take the route that I took, which was to get my bachelor's degree in science and nursing. Um, and I have a double minor in biology and psychology to go along with that. Um, I feel like that better prepared me to be the best practitioner I could be um, for my patients. And um, today, uh, they're slowly but surely transitioning that two-year program into four-year um, hospitals are very much in support of that to the point where they're willing to pay to, to uh, help those who never achieved their bachelors of science in nursing um, to go back to school and complete that. And um, so I, I think we're moving in the right direction as um, academia for nursing is concerned as well as uh, skill um, and ability um, because I do believe it takes... You're never, you're always a lifelong learner as a medical professional. Uh, things change 24 hours a day. So there's always something to learn. You never learn it all, uh, but you do gain a lot of knowledge through obviously your schoolwork and then um, experience is a big part of your education as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how much like schoolwork or like, other work would you say is needed or like to be able to do during your college and high school experiences um being a teacher of high school students currently uh one of the things i tell my students a lot is that any experience you can gain um either volunteering or or working in the facilities um is invaluable and um you have no way of knowing which way your pathway is going to go and how those experiences will um, benefit you down the line. Um, the more experience you can gain, um, the more that adds to how quickly and how adeptly you can um, respond to you know, fluid situations when you're taking care of patients in life or death situations or in long-term care. Um, I worked at the hospital during my last two years of nursing school uh, every weekend. And I found that by the time I graduated from nursing school to be the best thing I could have done for myself was to be working while I was doing the training. And um, so transitioning from student to uh, independent practitioner was a fairly easy step for me just because I had been gaining that confidence, gaining that experience. Um, not worried if I was going to misstep um, and, and getting hung up in that process yeah. as I had already been under a mentor's wing and, and 
kind of getting the butterflies out, if you will, before I was flying on my own. <laughs> so um, anytime you can get any little experience, it, it really truly is valuable to your future. So um, yeah, I, I always recommend any type of outside opportunities to be taken advantage of. And, um, certainly volunteering, certainly if you get a chance to observe, um, anything like that would be incredibly valuable in addition to your schooling. All right, cool. Thank you. And now to our final topic, which is different types of commitments that you might need as a nurse. So I just have one question for this one. Um, What commitments, like what are the major commitments that you would think are necessary to become a nurse? Um, Time, I think, is a big commitment. Um, Obviously, the hospital never closes its doors. It's open 24 hours a day, Uh, you know, seven days a week, 365 a year. They'll close for holidays. Um, so you do have to go into it with the understanding that um, shifts are shared equally. Um, you try to balance that out, especially I was a, a nurse manager um, and also our floor scheduler. So I always tried to balance out time so that people could have time off and that people had proper breaks throughout their shift time. Um, because it can be very intense and um, taking that break is always a good thing. It helps you regroup and um, bring your 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 thoughts and process to the situations to to its best peak. Um, of course, I worked nights for 11 years and um, eventually that does start to take its toll on, on you physically and emotionally. Um, and uh, that's when you kind of start prioritizing and deciding where can I move next and the beauty of, of being a registered nurse is there's it's such a chameleon type job you can change and morph into a variety of different things and um, that's one thing that was very appealing to me when I chose to go into the profession is that you're not stuck in one particular track you can you can change and um, I, I love that about nursing. I love patient contact. And I love, you know, being in, in touch with that side of me that needs that fulfillment to help people. But the commitment, if you're working in the hospital, is pretty large. Um, and when I worked, you had to work two major holidays, which would have been Christmas or Thanksgiving and uh, two minor holidays, which would have been like July 4th or Memorial Day or any of those days like that. So it was always hard when your family was off vacationing and you were having to work. But um, it was worth all of the commitment. I would think, I mean, like, you know, saving lives and all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to thank you for letting me interview about this. and Absolutely. uh, Just... Uh, again, just thank you. and uh, Thank you for having me. See you on the next episode of Exploring Careers with Casey. Bye.